Sometimes you just blow shit all over me, and I don't understand Dude, what you're doing. Well, so I've been... of, I can't explain it to you, so I might just give you the look like, please go to the other side of the yard I'm, and blow over there. I'm... Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Greenfield's Finest Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Z. Bird's Idell. With me tonight, I got my main, main, main man, Johnny Rosado. Right. Your main man now that Jack Welsh got stuck in California. <laughs> Jack's not here tonight. Surely's out of commission for one more week. He'll be back next week. But, um,. Actually, right now, could you guys do me a favor? If you're watching us on YouTube, our views have been going up a lot. Could you please hit that like button? That means a lot. Hit that like button, and if you don't mind, leave a little comment underneath. The thumbs up, anything. Actually, leave this. If you're thinking of something, Steelers win this week, win or lose. Just put that down. Um, we also have a, a big comedy show coming up this Saturday at yesterday's bar and grill in greenfield it's right on greenfield avenue the show starts at eight o'clock i'll be on that show surely you'll be in the building uh we got colin chamberlain who's a national touring comedian he uh came out of pittsburgh he's going to be headlining the showdown yesterday so this is like a great chance to see someone that like started here they're starting to make it and you know he has the potential to make it but he's going to be down at yesterday's this saturday eight o'clock tickets are only 10 bucks and all that helps support the podcast too so if you just want to help support the podcast come down watch comedy show have a good time i think there'll be a lot of people from out of town will be in town that night so that'll be great um let's get to this weekend so me and risotto went on saturday went to this awards dinner uh the podcast won a it was like a service community service award for like doing work in the community uh if you're new to the podcast about two uh, it was about a year and a half ago when COVID first hit. Uh, we decided to like help out with the senior citizens, and we were taking meals down to them for like two months. The whole high rise, we fed it like through the donations. People helped out. We were able to do it, and it was nice to be in Greenfield. We got recognized. It was fucking. It was a pretty cool moment. Uh, we got a plaque and a bunch of shit. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it was the who's who of Greenfield. I didn't realize that they said that's been going on for thirty five years. It was a pretty nice event. <laughs> it, that's the funny part. It, it's been going on for 35 years, and we never knew about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it was there, like the. I think there was like two people. Like it, like really was like awesome to see them on stage. But the one woman, she was uh, 91. She was like made like 4,000 masks. She was kind of like the main event, and like the news cameras were there, and we were kind of like trying to like butter the newsman up. Like, can you catch my speech? You know, I mean, can you get me anything on the news? And he was like, dude, we're here for the 91 year old lady who makes masks. And I was like, okay. And the funny thing about Greenfield is it's always going to fucking be Greenfield. And there was just people chirping at us, like, do you really think she made all that mask? 
I mean, do you? I mean, we're, are you going to out Aunt Jill for hating on that nine-year-old lady? <laughs> no, no, I didn't say any names. I mean, it was getting pretty. There was some smoke being thrown around. Aunt Jill was going to. She took, she took one, though, didn't she? Oh, yeah. She took the free soup holder. <laughs> but, dude, we, I was dying. And the lady got up there and gave a speech. And it was, it was like a nice speech. It, it was kind of long. But, like, she went through the one page. And when she, like flipped it over to the second page like you seen the crowd like long, you know what i mean it was like well she when you're 90 years old you got to give her a little bit of slack from that absolutely you had a real good speech you know what i mean like i said but yours was even it wasn't long like a lot of people gave good speeches and got in and out yeah the 90 year old you know she she showed what four thousand four thousand don't fuck around the guy announced it wrong he said 3700 and all you heard her scream when the crowd was four thousand yeah (laughs) i'm like she said i want my credit now you know what i mean (laughs) yeah and then she went and gave everyone a soup holder like just a sweet old lady it was was a cool event um we posted the awards on facebook and stuff like to show you what they are It, it was really cool so it felt good um getting something back from the community uh did you get into anything else this week and did you do anything else it was my uh niece's fourth birthday happy birthday vivian happy birthday yeah so <laughs> that's nikki's daughter nikki's right? da- nikki's oldest daughter yeah so went to her birthday party ended up getting drunk with my brother-in-law after that <laughs> and then uh, that never happens that never happens <laughs> who, who would have figured dave uh dave got me boozed up but yeah that's about all i did this weekend watch the Steeler game Dude, what are you about? So, like, all right, this is the funniest thing to me. But, like, your brother-in-law, like, a lot of people listen, they might, some might know Dr. Dave, some might not. But I feel like he always, like, gets you to come out with good intentions. Like, John, why don't you come hang out? We're just going to be at a birthday party. And then he starts firing shots. He's like, dude, he gave me, like, the look. Like, dude, you doing any booze today? I was like, dude, I want to eat. Uh, yeah. You know, like, I didn't want to tell him no because I really didn't feel like it. Yeah. I just wanted to have a normal Sunday, <laughs> go home, feel good for work on Monday. Yeah. And so, like, next thing I know, like, there's four shots on the table. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, we'll just do one and see how we feel after that. <laughs> and then, you know. One leaves to one two. Leaves, one leaves to, like, uh, seven to seven, and I'm back at his crib later and then watching. You know, I wanted to be home by seven. I'm watching the first half of the Steeler game, but, you know, he's good. Did you, yeah. He's good. He, the man gets what he wants. Yeah, if you, if you don't want him to put your claws, his claws in, you just don't show up. Cause, yeah. Cause he's very convincing. <laughs> Dude, he um, – so anyway, like, the Steeler game, did you watch the whole game? I did. Okay, like, so – I watched up until it was to me it was like going nowhere. It was like the third quarter. I fell asleep. I wake up in the morning and we scored twenty seven points in the fourth quarter. Like what happened, dude? It was like a furious. Granted, I was pretty drunk by this time. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was at my house by this time watching the rest of it. Because sorry, this isn't ESPN. <laughs> yeah, right. No, so basically it was like a flurry of points from the Steelers, and you're like, holy shit, they're about to pull this off. And then, like, they went up, and, like, within a matter of seconds, uh, L.A. had the ball, came back down, kicked the field goal, and it was over. And you're like, what the hell? You know. We blocked a punt and did some other shit, right? And Like, like you said, this isn't ESPN. All yeah. I know is we, <laughs> we came, came back. back. Okay, we good. scored a bunch of points, and, like, I was feeling pretty good about it. And then, like, there wasn't that much time on the clock, and the Chargers just came down and took it all away, and you're just like, damn. Yeah. They like, got you real up for a second, and then, like, I didn't realize they were winning till today. Like, because I didn't once the score, I'd seen the score. I didn't give a shit. And but like today, they were talking about how they had the lead with three minutes left. I'm like, oh fuck, they almost won the game. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, they look good, and then like the defense just like at the end folded, and like you, the 
being hyped up was short-lived because then they just like you're like oh shit they came back and then you're like fuck we just lost yeah that would have been a matter of like five minutes it felt like that would have been uh, jack will be back next week that would have been a fun game to be at jack was there like did I, he go to the Steeler game yeah so I want to hear how, like, you know, I mean, he said it was sick. He said that their stadiums, it was fucking unbelievable. So I, I mean, just on TV watching it, that's where the Super Bowl is going to be. I'm like, dude, this is so sick. Yeah, like, they said a five. It's a five billion dollar stadium. Yeah, so five. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's sick. I've never been in anything that costs five billion. No, I mean, I think Heinz Field costs like in the millions. That was still. like two hundred thirty-five million. Yeah, so that's one. That's like. 10, not even 5% of the cost. No, right. So they got people thought that was a lot of money at the time. Meanwhile, it was like the best bargain ever. Right. What they use it for. Right. What do you, you use uh, like 11 professional games and like six foot, you know, then you'll have the whip and shit there. But other than that, what do you, concerts, concerts. that's it. You know, so people yeah. go get drunk and piss all over the place. That's all it's for. <laughs> it's a giant fucking toilet. Right. Dude, it's, um, this is some stuff that like Jack sent me, but I've seen this, and like I don't know what your opinion was. Everybody, uh, happy Thanksgiving anyway. If you're listening to this, like we hope you guys have a nice Thanksgiving. Like so, Thanksgiving pizza is starting to be like a thing now, and like I'm interested. Uh, so am I. I'm like I looked at it, and it like there's two different versions. One has like a white sauce, and the other one has gravy. And I'm like I would want the gravy. Yeah, I want the gra- and it had like gravy. With the cheese, with corn, mashed potatoes, a little turkey, some stuffing, and like a little bit of cranberry sauce. Yeah. Like, dude, I would fuck that up. Is is the white sauce Alfredo sauce? You mean? I don't know. Because I don't mind. I don't know if I'd mind Alfredo sauce. It's white sauce. Like it did said white sauce. But yeah, if you kept the marinara, like, and you just had bread and cheese mixed with all that, that sounds like it'd be from the right place. Right, like if you had someone that was like, dude, and it, they they put like real turkey on it, not like the kind of turkey they give you in jail. I mean, they give you like... Yeah, you hate turkey. You're not a turkey guy. You know why? Because I was in jail. In, in jail, they give you a turkey puck. And I'm not kidding. It's a circle piece of something. Literally, half of it's dark and the other half's light. Like, yeah. like that may... It's not... It scarred you from the turkey game. I'm like, dude, but you're hungry enough, you'll fucking eat it. Right. So, like, now I'm just like, ugh, turkey. I just have, like, bad jailhouse memories. But, dude, it got to a point where, like, when the turkey came around, dudes got started getting pumped. That's how bad the fucking food is down there. Is there any, like, pizza shops we know going to serve? The Thanksgiving yeah. pizza? I don't know. We should talk to Capazudos. I didn't see... I know Alios makes a bunch of different shit. Minio... I don't know about Minio. Like, that stuff, like, uh... What's it Mark Madden always talks about is the Pilgrim from, uh, Gecko. from Gecko. It's a fire sandwich. I heard that's a fire sandwich. It's like the thing at Mad Max, the Goblerito. Yeah, that sounds good, too. I would. I think I would rather hit up the Goblerito. You know what I mean? But the, Yeah, it's from Mad Max. Anything from Mad Max instead of Gecko. It's going to be better, but like them Gobleritos are fire. I, one thing I never did in my life is a Friendsgiving, and I know that's like a big thing. Fucking, we've never done it. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of almost want to do it. It's like, but it's like, what is it? It's like, you're, is, do you do it the day before Thanksgiving or any time before Thanksgiving? I think you can do it any time. I think my sister and her cul-de-sac had one, like, this weekend. Did they? Yeah. Is it wilding out? I don't know. I think they put on little Friendsgiving shirts and get drunk and <laughs> take pictures. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, like... Don't I think if you ask most people, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, it's cool to see your family," but the majority of the people would have a much better time with their friends. 
Right, because you can't pick your family, so you're gonna no. get, you're gonna get stuck with a couple of people you really don't want to see over <laughs> over the holidays. You know what I mean? Might give you anxiety. You might find that way. If it's your friends, I mean, you get to hang out with you want to. Right. Plus, you don't really have that many opportunities when you get older to like have like a set thing. Like I gotta go to this. It's Friendsgiving. I was invited. Right. Get the babysitter ready. Like other people have had Friendsgivings, I just haven't been invited to one yet. So if anyone's having one next year, let me know. We'll have to start one up. Yeah. So okay. So we're both on board. The Thanksgiving pizza sounds pretty. We gotta fun. we gotta hunt it down and find it. Yeah, we will. We'll let everyone know how it goes, dude. But this is fucking gross. And if anyone thinks it's not, I don't know who the fuck could like this. Hidden Valley Ranch eggnog sounds like the most disgusting shit on earth. Do you think this is invented by Jack's girl and all her friends? <laughs> the, the, yeah. The, <laughs> Dude, I don't know. This is it, it's fucking nuts, dude. What's their name? Their code name? The Shy Girls. Yeah, the, the Shy, Shy Girls <laughs> Hidden Valley Egg Dog. <laughs> dude, I'm like, I mean, that's terrible. I'd be like drinking ranch booze. What? That's almost as bad as the that's Arby's. Drinking, yeah, that's the Arby's. The Ar, what are you gonna do? Mix it with the Arby's curly fry? Dude, if you, are you an eggnog guy? I never was. Dude, like the one time I was all banged up and went in Kogos and got this eggnog, and dude, it's. It's good? No, it's pretty fucking gross. It's, like, real thick, and it's just... I got it a couple times. Like, I got suckered in at the like liquor... thicker than chocolate milk? A little bit thicker than chocolate milk. Some of it can probably not be as thick, but I've got it from, like, uh, like, like after, like, during the holidays, I'll go to the liquor store and try to, like, load up on booze, and I'm all excited for the holidays. Yeah. And I always get uh, suckered into, like, the Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog. <laughs> and every year, I pour a little bit, drink, like, a half a cup, like, this is gross. Is there liquor already in there? Yeah, you got that put already has, like, some kind of scotch whiskey or something in there. But, like, I know, like, a lot of, so the eggnog you got at Gecko, it didn't have no liquor in it. No, that was just disgusting Kogo's eggnog. <laughs> it was a bad decision on my part. But I bought legitimate eggnog with liquor already in it. Like, almost like you see in Christmas Vacation that you could, you know, you drink. It wasn't as thick, but, dude, it's gross. It just doesn't. Yeah. It's like a lot of, yeah, it's just, I mean, I can't imagine if you had, like, a mouthful of ranch there now. No. No. Oh, and, and a quick update, everyone. So last week, Jack was talking about buying the fake bird, and he was going to beat up the fake bird, to scare, fake crow, to scare to uh, yeah. scare off the regular crows. I ordered a fake crow today. So I don't know if Jack's going to beat one up or I'm going to beat one up, but we're going to have video of someone beating up. I'll fuck that fake bird. You think beating it up? Will, <laughs> you think beating it up will be bad? I'll fuck the I'll fuck the fake dead bird. I mean, like, dude, if you ever want to get rid of crows, you know what I mean? Fly around your house, just go out there and fuck a, a rubber bird. But I was like thinking, like, yeah, I'll. Fuck. How much did you did you look it up? Yeah, it was it was, it was reasonably priced, dude. It was the one I got was twelve ninety nine, and it's it's identical height and it's plastic. But you know what I mean? But I it didn't say you could beat it. But like, I mean, I'm gonna beat it. Yeah. I'm going to fuck it. What yeah, right. Something's going to happen to this bird. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, I don't know where Jack's research went to say to like think that, like, this. it might be a real thing. I don't know. I, I was going to Google it, but I got I Googled it, if it about, is it a real thing, and I seen something on it. Oh, uh, did it? Yeah, that you can, like, people put up owls and shit, like he said, but people also do, like, if you attack the bird, you know what I mean, in front of other birds, they don't want to come near it. So they, like, it's like a warning sign. So you don't have to hit a real bird or anything like that. Um, so on, uh, on Netflix, I'm sure a lot of, you know, I'm not going to give you no spoiler alert, but there's a new season two of Tiger King out and boy, it doesn't disappoint the, you're not a Tiger King. I guy. never watched the full season of the, of the first one because like the meth, 
all like the meth going on. It, it, it's it just, still it, it still has a, a a pinch of meth, but it's mo- mainly like the one dude who fucked him over, and and Carol Baskins being a piece of shit. I, I know who Carol Baskins is, and yeah, th- they think that she might have fed her, killed her husband, and fed him to the to the, the tigers. Yeah, and do the, I need to watch the full season one to, to get season? No, two? all right. So the season two, one of the most funniest things is I'm watching it with my girlfriend last night, and. The the one family gets rid of the attorney they had the of the guy Carol Baskins they think killed the fam like the daughters, and they bring in a psychic, and the psychic gets to like this place where he says she knows her dad their dad was killed there because it, he had to vomit, and I'm like dude he could have known, like this was public knowledge that everyone thought he got killed at this farm, so like he went to this farm and he's like. I'm going to lose my cookies. And he went over and he, like, fake puke. It was the fakest puke I ever seen. He was like, like, oh, my God, are you okay? And the dude starts shaking. And he comes over and goes, did you see what was on the ground over there? And they were like, no, what? And they're like, go look. And she was like, just tell me what it is. He's like, it's a container that had chicken in it. She was like, yeah. He's like, wasn't I talking about chicken all day? She's like, oh, my God, you were. Like, what the fuck does that mean? So he was talking about chicken, and then there was a styrofoam container there that may have had ground meat, may have had chicken. May That's have... what made him throw up? No. What made... That was after he threw oh. up. But he was trying to say, like, his, his ins... like it was leading him there because he was talking about chicken for some reason. And next thing you know, there's a chicken container on the ground. I'm like, what the fuck? How much are they paying this guy? They end up paying this... this um... So this is the psychic you're saying it. Yeah, the psychic, like thousands of dollars to show up and say, remember I was talking about chicken, and he's literally curled up in a ball, and the daughter who her dad got killed is consoling him. So this is Baskin's daughter. No, the that Dawn Lewis that she killed. Oh, okay, she killed Dawn. Allegedly. Well, I don't know, some people say whatever, but it was Dawn Lewis, the guy who went missing, is de- he has to be dead now. His kids hired the psychics. They want to know what happened. Right. So the psychic comes and says, he's dead. It was here, and he got hit in the back of the head. Like, you paid thousands of dollars for that. And and then that's a the thing. Like, we could be psychic fucking detectives. Right. There's no way to prove it. Like, yeah, we need hard evidence. But the chicken, that was the thing. The chicken fucking, the fucking chicken case there was the, was the hard evidence. I was talking about chicken. And then he's crying like a bitch, and she's got all hugged up on me. It was like... I was like, this is too much. I feel bad for these people. But I think hopefully Joe Exotic will be getting out of jail just because it's just more insane TV. Yeah, he, I, they need him back. What's he in jail for again? What? He, so he ordered – he got set up by these dudes to put it – to pay this guy to kill Carol Baskins, but it was a total setup. Uh, totally, they show uh, it. Entrapment. And it ends up at the end – I don't want to ruin it, but it looks like Joe – might get a second. He might get out. Good. He might Good. get a, a resentencing or something like that. Um, another, another story we find. Uh, so there's, imagine this. Like, your wife has a cat. It's a black cat. It's fucking annoying. Drives you nuts. The wife's like, we just need to act better. And then she's like, I'm going away for the weekend. The husband hates the fucking cat. He hates it with a passion. So, it, it, and he don't hate cats, just this cat. So, he goes down to the plate, down to the pound or whatever, the shelter, finds a black cat, switches them, and then takes the other black cat home. 
And then, like, six years later, this woman... It took her six years. This woman posted on Reddit, I really feel like my husband switched my cat a couple years back. I don't know. They go to... Then they post his story underneath how he switched his wife's cat. Why does he have that story? He wrote... It's not him... It don't have names on Reddit. You know, but, like, a guy posts a story saying, I switched my wife's cat when she went away this weekend. The woman went away. That that was her. So somebody like remembered that and reposted and it. Reposted it. What a fucking idiot! One, I can't believe you get away with that. That's like the jinxie cat for me. I was just thinking, that, yeah. right, right, yeah. But like the cat, you come back and your cat has a total personality change. Right. I mean, I get it. It's a black cat, so it'd probably be easier. Like, I don't know. I I don't mind cats or anything like that. Like, but I mean. You'd have to, like, know something. Yeah, bad. like one little, like, uh, detail of something would be off, and you'd be like, this is different. But he got away with it for six years, and then the dude, po- like, they showed it posted, and I don't know what happened after that. There'll be there'll be more to... Yeah, more if you're going to do some shady shit, just don't, you know, no need to put it out there in the public. <laughs> and then um, over in Cleveland, so the Cleveland Indians aren't the Cleveland Indians anymore. They're the Cleveland Guardians. And literally 30 minutes after they opened up their brand new store, that like for people to come buy merchandise, the fucking sign falls off the building. Did it Sma- hit anybody? No, but it's smashed everywhere. Like that's just like, what a fucking dumb name. It is a horrible name. I always thought they should be like maybe just uh, call themselves the tribe. You yeah, know what I mean? that's like a nickname for them anyway. Right. You kind of keep it. That's a good in-house. idea. They should ask me. Uh, yeah, yeah but, Guardians is just stupid. That doesn't make any. There's like soccer teams named Guard. I mean, it's just a fucking weird. Like name. the end of the Indians, I guess, has Guardian. Like, was that their thinking? Like, they don't gotta. I, I change don't... a lot of sign. Well, I don't know. They, they, they gotta change every. I mean, that Guardian sign. It don't. It does. It isn't no cursive like the Indian. You know what I mean? It's fucking terrible. It, it's just a stupid name. Like I don't even. I I never understood like Indians. What was the uh, like. Like, I, I guess if you, like, the Redskins, I, okay, I could see your, your point there. Right. You know what I mean? To a certain degree. But the Indians, how is that, like, offensive? I, I, it, it, I, dude, it's just people going after shit. It's it, it's the moral of the story. Like, people going after shit. I, I, the thing is, I don't really know any Native American people to say, like, because I've talked to them and they were okay with it. Like, that'd be the thing. Like, if I was like, dude, I know a dude, he's Native American, he's, like, in that culture, and he said, like, it didn't fucking matter to them, it was a it was a big publicity stunt by other people. I didn't see anywhere that, I, the Redskin things, I like you said, I get. Right, they said that, yeah, that's like uh, a negative term for them, you know what I mean? Which, yeah, not. When you grow up and you hear it, you don't realize that, but okay, that's a negative term, but, like, Indian, like, that's. Yeah, like, I, I, I didn't, I don't know, but. You know, but go all right. You gotta change the name. It's like so. Washington went to the football team, which is pretty terrible, but not nearly as bad as the fucking yeah. The Guardians. Guardians. That was just a bad. That that was just a bad pick of a name there. They could have thought of something way better than that. Because they're one of the oldest franchises in baseball. It's been yeah, they've been around forever. There's some fucking terrible named teams. Like I was looking at a hockey team. It was like the Seattle Cranic. Kraken. Kraken. But I think that's like a normal thing in Seattle. Oh, is it? I don't know what a Kraken is, Todd. Do you? It's some kind of sea. F- no, it's like a Kraken. It's like some kind of sea sea lurching or something. Right, because they do a lot of fishing off that the coast up there. So Kraken is like something normal for that area. Yeah, but I mean, Guardian is it like? Do they go to like Guardian? Guardians? Like, no, that's just stupid. They had a big thing with like Tom Hanks, like hyping up the name. 
And, like, I watched it, and it was just trying to get people hyped up for this new name. Like, we're still the same franchise. Why did Tom Hanks care about it? I don't think he did. I think they just paid him because you put Tom Hanks behind it. You know what I mean? And it seems like it holds some weight. You know what I mean? And it's true. Like, yeah, uh, we got... We got fucking. We saved a bunch of money on this, but uh, we have six million dollars we could spend. But, like, we're gonna hire Tom Hanks. Say it's a great idea. Like, people were going after the Cleveland Indians, and I, I think they just caved before they thought the ship really hit the fan. But like, they weren't under pressure. I don't think like the, the like Washington was. Well, the no, residents. Yeah, and not only that, Washington just has a shitty history with their owner of being a fucking scumbag. You know what I mean? Like that Dan Snyder's been in so much shit. Yeah, yeah, they got all. Yeah, they got a big investigation going on for the right team. But yeah, the Indians kind of jumped the gun on it. I think, dude. Um, do you have any like funny Thanksgiving story? Do you have like a funny Thanksgiving memory or story? You got them kids now, and you you know your dad's nuts. Grew up around him. Do you have anything funny that happened? To you you know, like a good Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. I mean, not a lot of. No, I mean, we used to get Boston Market, and my parents split up. We would do the Boston Market, which was really good. Yeah. Boston Market's Thanksgiving uh, dinner is not to be slept on, which I don't know if they still have it. If they do it, dude, that was really good. Uh, yeah, that's a – no, no. How about you? Anything funny for you? Yeah, I was in um, I was in a halfway house. Well, there we go. And it was Thanksgiving, and it was like the whole message of the day was like brotherhood. It was like you know, we're all brothers, blah, you know, everyone was buying into it. It was a big, it was a great, made dinner. Everyone ate together. It was No one went home. Everyone was like, because the guys who could go home were like, fuck it, I'm not going home because I want to stay with you guys. So I thought that was cool. You know, everyone stayed and we had a good, you know, good Thanksgiving dinner. And they like told us at the halfway house, like, you guys can stay up late tonight. Late is 11 o'clock. <laughs> so we're like, all right, cool, we're going to play cards and be the best night ever so we're doing this and these dudes like this kid gets a phone call this one kid these two kids in there they're both about the same age they're both 20 years old and this kid brought his girlfriend in there one time like she came to visit him she wasn't bad looking like she came in and visited him and so thanksgiving night after the brotherhood and everything the phone rings the dude answers it and the chick on the phone was like, yeah, I need to talk to Brian. He was like, sure. He hands the phone. He's like, Brian, the phone's for you. And he, like, stops for a second. He's like, uh. Hands the dude the phone and kind of, like, stands there watching. He's like, what's up? And he's like, and he's, like, looking at the dude. He's like, he's like, who are you on the phone with? And the dude's like, no one. It's my friend. You know, he's like, she just called me. He's like, and the dude grabs the phone. Like, who the fuck is this? And she was like, it's Casey. It was his girlfriend was calling another dude at the halfway house on Thanksgiving. So here's the how the brotherhood ended. So the dude <laughs> grabbed the Jenga, complete, like, put together in a box, and smashed it over this dude's fucking head. There's blood everywhere. So he's, holy fuck. It was like, the dude's bleeding, everything like that. Staff never found out about this. But, like, the people were, like, kind of, like, trying to keep it quiet, but dudes were going apeshit crazy. It was such. So a, he macked on this chick within. She was in the, probably in the building for ten minutes. Yeah, and then like somehow snuck her number or so, somehow Damn. she she played into it. But like she did that to a dude that he was living with in right. a house. Like how fucked up is that? It gets worse. So the one dude gets ends up the fight got out. They the they like the all the people came in that night. Like the main people that ran the half house 
came in and they kicked the one kid out who hit him in the head with the Jenga blocks. So it was probably six months late. No, probably a year. Yeah, had to be about a year later. The, the dude's back. To, the dude ends up getting back together with her. You know what I mean? The chick has a baby. His family is like, dude, that's not your kid. She's like, that looks like that other dude from your halfway house. Has ends up getting tested, finds out it was that dude. It was kid. that dude's kid, so. I mean, dude. What the uh, fuck? <laughs> fuck. I remember I was like sitting there. We were playing. We were playing. Was this sit- dude like out of the halfway house? Did they still run into each other? Like no. Like the one kid ended up moving away, and um, the other kid. I'm not sure exactly what happened to him. Like he was the one kid it happened to. It was a fucking good kid. He just like never could catch a break. I really liked. What, him. What was the dude that stole his girl? Was he like the man? He wasn't a bad looking young kid. He was like. Uh, he was like a goofball, but he was like a slick, smooth-talking dude. Like, I could see him pulling chicks, you know what I mean? Right. Like, and, like, this chick just came in to visit, and I'm like, dude, how? I asked him, like, where he's, ah, oh, she was sitting there, and he went to get her a drink, and oh, I'm like, damn, dude, this is the worst Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> and fucking that poor r- bastard. What story do I got to have to follow that up? Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, I just remember him getting smashed in the head with fucking Jenga blocks. I'm like, this is fucking terrible, dude. What, what the hell happened to the brotherhood? <laughs> yeah, the brotherhood went out the window on that Thanksgiving. Uh, it's cutthroat. I guess when you're with all dudes and one chick, when somebody gets well, a sniff of a chick. Well, that's the thing. There was prostitutes across the street, and they were disgusting, like so bad. But, like, dudes would still go over and, like, mess with these fat prostitutes. They would, like, take these fake home passes, and they would go meet a prostitute in an alley. Their home pass is for eight hours. You go over in an alley for three minutes. Right. Well, now you're walking around Beaver County for seven hours and 57 minutes. I mean, you got they got busted all the time. Like, what are you doing at Walmart? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, like, dudes would, would, like, catch some strange off some prosties across the street. They were so terrible down in Beaver Falls. Like, it was just... Oh, that was some of the worst looking prosties I ever seen in my life. But if any bit of a decent chick would come out, you have to imagine there's 25 guys living together. What would he, dude? Yeah, that was a bad move letting her come in. Yeah, all dudes are all like mainly in that age of 21 to 33, prime horned up age, even up to 40. Like dudes are just horned up. So. I wouldn't if I had a lady. I wouldn't. I'd say stay. Don't even fucking drive by here. Right, right. You know what I mean? These dudes are creeps. I know. I'm one of them. Right. <laughs> but all right, everybody. I think we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We come back. We're gonna have more Greenfield Times podcast. Man, the other day I went to the hunting supply store and I got a cooter detector and it goes beep, beep, beep. And I'm driving through the side side. Next thing I know, that thing starts going off like crazy. Beep, 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 beep. It took me right into 12 Whiskey Barbecue at 1222 East Carson Street. Man, that cooter detector is the best thing I ever bought. I ain't never seen so much cooter in my life. When I went in there, I couldn't believe my eyes. I never seen so much cooter. I went in there for the cooter, but then I looked at the menu and the food was delicious. Some of the best barbecue in the burg. Not only that, they had every drink I could ever think of. So 12 Whiskey Barbecues filled with cooter, barbecue, and good drinks at 1222 East Carson Street. Make sure you stop down if you like cooter, barbecue, and drinks. 10-4. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're probably looking outside your house right now, and it probably looks nice. 
Well, maybe it looks like shit. If it looks like shit, call 412-521-9045, Rosado and Sons Landscaping. And guess what? We just don't do landscaping. That's right, folks. Do you have some concrete outside It's looking weathered? Maybe your back deck looks like shit? Are you sick and tired of looking outside and seeing shit, shit, shit? Well, did you know that Rosado and Sons also does pressure washing, too, in free quotes? So call 412-521-9045. It's very affordable and reliable. Make sure this summer, get all your projects done and call Rosado and Sons, 412-521-9045. Don't hesitate. You'll be late. What's going on, everybody? It's almost that time of the year where you got to go get your sidewalks or your steps fixed. And I don't trust a lot of these idiots out here right now. I really don't. Thank goodness Giuseppe and Sons is in the area, and they're always on the job. If you're looking for any type of masonry work this season coming up, please call Giuseppe and Sons, 412-421-6711, and make sure you tell them Rocco sent you, huh? Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm the host of Greenfield's Finest Podcast, Michael Z. Bird's Idell, and I'm not joking around today because I'm looking for your sports cards, sports memorabilia, or silver coins. If you're in the market to buy, sell, or trade, please contact me at 724-732-1644. Maybe you have some old cards laying around, you don't know what to do with them. We'll come over to your house, look at them, get them listed, and get some money in your pocket right away. 724-732-1644. No questions asked. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Greenfield Finance Podcast. We're about to jump into Corn Dick of the Week. We got a couple Corn Dicks this week. Uh, the first off is this gamer. I'm not sure. Like he, these dudes, they play like the in these like video game leagues. There's money to be made, and one time a year, there's this giant fucking war zone tournament. They call it. The winning team gets four hundred thousand dollars for the tournament. So. This dude and his partner, it was his, his name was Blazin, and the other dude's name was Mutex. Obviously not the real names. But they had a legitimate chance. They were ranked in the top 5 percentile of the world in this game. So they had a legitimate p- chance of placing 1 through 5. F- first, they would have got 400000 But even 5th, which Amos were guaranteed, would have been twenty five grand yeah. for playing a video game for the weekend. So, I mean, like, if you're... It's almost like if you... Or fucking Tom Brady, and you don't show up for the Super Bowl. That's right. what this is. Right, and you're a gamer. I mean, you probably don't have a real job. I'm assuming because no, right. you spend so much time playing video game. So twenty five grand is going to get you through, right, for or, a year. Right, and just the hope of four hundred grand. Yeah, I mean, you. I think the second there was overall like a million in prizes, but the dude. So the dude Mudex goes on social media and he starts looking for this dude. Like, hey man, haven't heard from you. What's going on, bro? You're not on Twitter. You're not on nothing. This is like eight hours before the match. You're like, you know, you should be. Which game was it? It, it was called Warzone. Oh. So, you should be here, bro. He's like, okay. You know, he don't say nothing back. Like, the dude keeps going after him. People are like, man, I hope he's okay. So, the dude ends up just totally fucking ghosting him. Like, just doesn't show up, doesn't do nothing. They let the dude play, but now it's one against two. Because it's teams, he had no chance. He right. got fucking destroyed. He didn't have a backup guy. No, because I think I don't think you were allowed to have a backup guy. Had to he be wasn't the, on the roster. No, so ends up finding out the dude wakes up like three or four hours into this tournament. Like, dude, I'm sorry, I slept in. 
They're like, what the fuck do you mean? He slept, he said, for 15 hours. I'm like, is he on drugs? Yeah, that's like. That's insane. That's like a hangover sleep or like or, or drugs. Right. So yeah, like, dude, like. I did drugs for three days and I slept for 15 hours. I had hours. to, yeah. yeah. I've done it. You know, that's I mean? the only way. Yeah, fifteen hours. That's fucking. You know, so you 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 already slept twelve, and you slept three hours more to miss this fucking tournament. Don't you have an alarm clock, dude? It's like maybe we're. Di- I don't this know. This is typical millennial loser <laughs> bullshit, dude. If I got like, say for instance, if I got like a fucking something like a comedy show, I'm like sh- having trouble sleeping because I'm all excited about the next day. I'm there early. I'm fucking excited. Like, how the fuck can't you be there for 400000 a chance of $400,000? Like, what else are you going to do? I mean, he was sleeping. That's so crazy to me. Like, I'm wondering, like, did he overdose? Something else happened? They didn't want to come out and say it. Like, 15 hours is a long time to be blacked out. Like, Maybe he took, like, too much Ambien because he wanted to be super prepared. Yeah. For the tournament. That you might be onto something. And he was probably on something. He was all geeked up off the Red Bull. You know what I mean? He was too hyped up. He needed to come down. He was geeking off that Red Bull and Adderall combo. Yeah. Had to take it, had to shift it into neutral. He blew his wad. Yep, threw it on there, jerked off, fell asleep for 15 hours, woke up, $400,000 not in his pocket. I'll get him next year. What's his nickname? <laughs> Blazing. Blazing. Get him next year, Blazing. <laughs> Mutex, if you ever want to come on Greenfield's Finest Podcast, we don't sleep in. We're every week, cuz. You're more than welcome. Dude, someone robbed Vichelli's in Greenfield with a fucking ladle. Do we know who it is yet? Like, <laughs> no. I know you got the ear to the streets. Yeah, I do. No, I I don't have any any idea who this might be. But, dude, come on. You robbed Vichelli's with a ladle? Was the ladle at Vichelli's? Yeah. They didn't Vichelli even... sell soup? Oh, no. That's probably for the sauce. sauce. They didn't even bring their own ladle. They just came in there, grabbed the ladle from behind the counter, started attacking the clerk. So there was, they said they thought it was like blood everywhere. It was sauce. Because the dude was spiking off his fucking nugget and then stole the cash register, which probably had, it's Vichelli's, it's 2021, probably less than 100 bucks in it. Everyone pays with cards. Everybody's paying with cards. What a desperation robbery. I would I'm not, no, I'm not a detective, but if I had to say, I would lean towards drugs were involved. That's a pretty good <laughs> lick for a fuck, yeah, right? I mean, so a dude fucking just came down to fucking Hazelwood covered in marinara sauce. Yeah. Like probably 80 no, bucks richer. No, the one in Greenfield. Right across. No, but he robbed Ro- oh, the jellies. Yeah. Went down Hazelwood with Walked a cash right register. down Hazelwood <laughs> Avenue. With a cash register. Yeah. And fucking smashed it open like it was a parking meter. Is that what he did? He just took the cash register? Took the cash register. Those, cr- aren't, those aren't light either. No, I... Fun fact. I actually find a cash register in an old building I was doing work in. And back in the day, they made them so heavy so people couldn't do that. It's not like that now, but they're still heavy. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, dude, it was, I think it was 150 pounds. So you couldn't even fucking, this thing's weighted. So you need like two people to fucking move it. So I don't know how he ran or if he ran into a car. He had to run into a car. Dude, you got to be disappointed in the Vigelli staff. For, for letting that happen? For letting that happen. I mean, <laughs> you got to show a knife or a gun or something. You just can't. I mean, his way, he made his way behind the counter. Well, he they, from what I understand, he attacked them. So, like, they didn't just give him the register. He started beating him with the ladle and then grabbed the register. Wasn't worth the 80 bucks. Right. They were like, dude, let him go. You know what I mean? But they said that there was uh, sauce everywhere, and they were glad we, it wasn't blood. We need an offline poll to see if anybody has any clues. I would love to know. If Greenfield took a poll to see who they thought would do it, I'd like to see who they'd pick. That's pretty funny. Um, 
Also, Baker Mayfield's wife on calling everyone out on social media. Did you see this? I heard about it on Mark Madden today. Yeah, so she went on and said, like, you know, everyone that booed Baker, no one's basically like no one's as tough as Baker. Maybe the team could if take the a team, if the, the team could be as tough as he is. He, I'll hit. give it to him. He was getting smashed, and he looked like he looked like he honestly like, dude, his shoulders are fucked, and he keeps getting crushed. Right. I'll get I mean that is tough to keep getting up and like he played with like a basically a dislocated left shoulder and now dude it looked like the right's all fucked up. It's fucking nuts. And I give him props for that. Like okay, Baker Mayfield's tough. But you know what fucks that whole image up when your wife goes to bat for you on social media. Right. You don't need that. That's the worst thing. A, you th- they need to have these conversations with their wives like just shut the fuck up. Right. You're going to give me in like more shit by you talking. Now they're talking shit on you. And, and now the locker room's going to be split. Right. What the fuck's your wife mean? Yeah, right. Oh, I'm not tough enough. And then punches Baker in the face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm tough for you now. Yeah, then they beat the, They're going to jump Baker and be like, he looks so tough now. Like, yeah, you're super tough. Do you keep throwing interceptions, though? Miles Garrett's going to be holding him down, farting on his head. <laughs> right. There's a lot of tough guys that shouldn't be starting in the league. Yeah, I don't – I, I – it's a terrible move on her part. And if I think if she had a time machine and after, I guarantee you he wasn't happy with that. Like, listen, just shut the fuck right. up. Right. The only other person I remember doing it was uh, Giselle. Giselle. But Giselle could, I mean, she could get away with it more than Baker uh, Mayfield's wife because she's a supermodel and he's Tom Brady. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. And, and she, like, basically went back and said he can't do this himself. He, he can't got... throw the ball and catch it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you guys just... have to. And, like, you're at that point, like, he's such a veteran and he's the goat that, like, you're in that locker room. You're almost just like, uh, at least Tom Brady. Tom Brady's like a politician. You could probably be like, yeah, you know, wives, you know. Yeah, he or yeah, he probably played it off like, all right, guys, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah right, right. You know, my wife. You know, she, I'll Baker. tell her to shut the fuck up. He, he got <laughs> enough respect. Yeah, when you win enough, like you could, you you earn a little bit more respect. But... What Sean Madden always say: winning's the best deodorant. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but I I didn't like that at all, dude. Nah, uh, dude, like, the wife's got to pipe down. Like, you might feel that way, but you shouldn't put it on social media to where millions and millions of people will see it. Now you're just front page on ESPN. Yeah, and you're a fucking you laughing Stephen star. Stephen A. Smith talking shit on you. you <laughs> right. I mean? And I will tell you this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I can't even imagine. I'm glad I'm not home during the day so I can see what the hell he said. <laughs> oh, man, but, yeah. Baker Mayfield almost should have made brother in arms for his wife being corn dick, but like we just couldn't roll like X. He's from Cleveland, but uh, first brother in arms is I don't even know I didn't know where to put this, but to see Tiger back, I'm a huge Tiger Woods fan. I'm not a huge golf like watching fan, but I love Tiger Woods. He's probably my favorite athlete of all time, and like I know you love Tiger. I Woods. I do love Tiger Woods. You got me that Tiger Woods card <laughs> for my birthday. It's just flying back up in value now. <laughs> No, it's great to see him swinging a club. He's good for golf, dude. It, there's so many times you're like, Tiger got like nine lives, dude. It's like you don't think he's ever going to be able to play again, and he might not be able to play. Like, he'll he'll be out there, but I mean, you still got that shot. Like, you know, yeah. what I mean? maybe he will just pull it all together and win four more majors and break that record. I think like, and a guy like Phil. Like, that's his boy, ain't it? Ain't him and Phil? Well, they had a rivalry, but Phil kind of knows that Tiger was obviously the better. He he kept Phil from being like. Yeah, but I think like, Phil respects him. For sure, you have to. Somebody who's been was that good for that long. Because you see these other golfers, they flame up for like a year and they're gone. Tiger had like 10 years of just yeah, killing it. of dominance. Yeah. 
I think he probably at one time, I think throughout history, on an individual sport like golf, something like that, I think he was the most dominant athlete of all time. In his right. Sport. He's, he's like what we think of Babe Ruth. Right. Michael Jordan. Maybe, yeah. Babe Ruth, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods. And, dude, when he wrecked that car and you're just like, fuck. They said right. his leg was all fucked up. Dude, medical science. Right. Is, if you got the money. If you got the money, mm-hmm. they can just rebuild your leg like that. I mean, even for him to be standing and walking normal right now is amazing, let alone to, like, swing a golf club. Plus, all that shit happened with all that shit before, and it's just nice well, to see him Well, that's where, like, it started his downfall right. when his wife put his nine iron in his teeth. <laughs> you know, that was, was that on Thanksgiving? Yeah. That would have been a funny Thanksgiving story. I wasn't there. But... Yeah, right. He took an Ambien. His chick went through his phone. And there it was. Next thing you know, she fucking knocked out his fronts with a nine iron. And then he tried to run away in his uh, in his Escalade, and she beat the shit out of the Escalade, and he wrecked into a tree. There's a funny-ass South Park episode where they make a video game called Tiger Woods. It was like 2011, whenever year it happened. And the game, instead of being a golf game, is like you're trying to avoid your wife chasing you down the street with a golf club. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, dude, did you, <laughs> did you see this? Because this is another golf story. I don't know it's how it is. Rory McIlroy, I guess he fucking blew the lead, and he, like, tore his shirt open and shit. What happened? Dude, to be honest with you, I guess he had a shitty Sunday. He was in contention. Yeah. Like I said, I really wasn't watching golf. All I seen was basically the picture of McIlroy's nipple hanging out after he ripped his fucking tight-ass shirt. <laughs> but he was like, so he was, I heard he was in the, Was am I wrong with this? I thought he was in the lead going into Sunday. And then Sunday, he totally fought. He had, he he had a him. horrible Sunday. Like, yeah. he does this sometimes. That's why I said Tiger Woods is so great. Because Tiger Woods would never do this. Like, McElroy was supposed to be, like, the next Tiger Woods. Right. And I, he kind of, like, he wins here and there. But he fell off. Right. Like, you know, but, like, <laughs> fuck, yeah, <laughs> something pissed him off at the point. That was, like, a weird reaction to rip your own shirt. I've never seen nothing like it. And it the, Dude, the, throw clubs, break clubs. I get it. The rip was so funny. But the comments were hilarious. Like, Nike's new shirts are sweet. Like Yeah. I, like, people were like, that's dope, fresh. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, dude, he's got to be, like, rethinking that one. Like, because there was a million million memes with his, sh- you know what I mean, now. Like, that's he didn't a- even seem to care that his nipple was hanging out either. Like, he could have went and got another shirt. Right. He was done for today. Right. He was done. He could have got through a t- T-shirt on. Yeah, you know I mean? right. He didn't have to walk around with his nipple hanging out and people on the phone looking like a psycho. Yeah, that was real. That made everything real uncomfortable. <laughs> dude, uh, other brother in arms. Uh, so, there was a uh, hoop game. Sacramento Kings, there's a dude uh, sitting court on the court, fucking drunker, Uncle Billy drunk, fucking puked everywhere. It's great. Puked everywhere. He's not the brother in arms. The mascot is. They had the fucking all hands on deck to clean this It was puke. a lot of puke. Dude, there was so much puke. Oh, I was like orange. Yeah, and there was so much. They said it took 10 minutes. I read so much about this. They said it was way longer than 10 minutes. There was dance contests going on, all kind of goofy shit to try to like keep people's like attention off of the fact there was puke everywhere. But the mascot got in there and started helping clean up the puke. That's a fucking mascot. Go, going above and beyond your duties at work. Yeah. The, the Sacramento Kings mascot's a fucking animal. But like that dude, just like he got courtside seats, which I'm sure what, aren't cheap. Yeah. What do you think, Sacramento Kings? I mean, you're talking well over a grand. I think per court, seat. Yeah, anywhere you sit, any courtside seat, I think an NBA. I mean, he was on the floor. 
I mean, he was in he, between the the scores table. Yeah, yeah. So those that's like the. That seat. could have been more money than that. I don't know. I don't know if he was like a famous person or what. It didn't say that, but there was just, he just got Uncle Billy drunk and or whatever he was on and fucking puked everywhere. Like it was just like, and there was just so much puke, and like people were just like, oh my god, and then like the everyone noticed it. Like we gotta clean this up. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. Like once you get to a certain age, like if you feel a puke. A pew coming on, dude. You got to go take yourself to the bathroom or go hide in a corner or something. You don't want to make national TV for some shit like that. No, but if you get that drunk, like, you know what I mean? Like, that dude might have been having a weekend of his life, and he was yeah. just, he was on one, and he was, like, doing the, the shrooms kicked in. He, he was just eating, fucking let it loose. He was eating shrooms and doing whippets. Floor seats for the Kings. Eighty-four hundred bucks. Holy, Holy fuck. That's the best seats in the house. And he had, I mean, I'm assuming his was... One of the best seats. It was a great seat. Yeah, I don't think there is a ba- I mean, dude, you're bumping out. I mean, I don't know who they were playing, but, yeah, there's like, I mean, LeBron James could be running past you and you high-five him. That's where Spike Lee used to sit. Yeah. I I would like to – I would love to go to an NBA game. i never been to one. Like, I was, I was supposed to go to Cleveland one one time, and it kind of, like, fell through, and I, I, I still want to go to one. I've been to, to two Cleveland games. Were they fun? It is fun, dude. It's, like, different, like, because uh, – Dude, like, it's weird. Like, they'll be playing music while they play the game. Oh, really? Like, I never realized. Like, I would be sitting there. I thought it was, like, a break in the action. I'm not even paying attention. I'm like, oh, shit, they're playing. Because they were playing music the whole time. Did, I think got people dancing around, mascots doing crazy dunks, throwing shit into the stands. They said, like, in between, like, they'll take a quick time out. People come out and on the court and dance or do, like, yeah, a little there's all there's complete entertainment the whole time. Yeah, I like that. Like I said, I don't even mind music being played while, while they're hooping. While they're hooping, you know what I mean? The, they probably the, don't The players either. probably like it. I wonder if the players get to pick the jams. Like, here's where we're going to jam out to tonight. You know what I mean? It's, so the whole time they're playing, there's jams the whole time. Most, like... I don't know in, in serious, but I think a lot of the time there was music playing. I think once they get past the three-point line, they stop, usually. Maybe maybe, maybe that did. Yeah, it's, it's oh, every when they come up and down the court. But, yeah, like, I was definitely surprised because, like I said, I thought, of like, the Steeler game, they're, like, doing, like, all this shit and, like, shit's yeah. going on. You're like, all right, TV timeout. Then you look on, like, these dudes are playing. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so you went to two. Who'd you go, Dave? Yeah, because he's a, he's a Cleveland game. The one game was when LeBron – uh, shot a last uh, second three pointer to beat the Magic in the playoffs and went nuts. It was, went nuts. Yeah, was that was is that the year they won the championship? No, no, that was like when he was like first his first run with uh, Cleveland. Yeah, that would have been a fucking sick game to be at. Um, Matt, you got any <laughs> crazy puke stories? Who me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, it was a it was a little Christmas time puke. It was uh, so my buddy Stotch. We were, this is about, let's see, I'm 40, so this was 21 years ago. We went out Christmas Eve, had a ton of beers, amongst other things. <laughs> so he was like, dude, I, by the time, this was Christmas Eve, we're out. By the time we make it back to his house, it's Christmas, 5 in the morning. So I'm like, dude, I got to just like fucking, I think, I'm just going to like lay here. He's like, all right. So I lay there, and he's like, dude, my dad's about to get up. He's going to make everyone, like, you're going to have to, like, leave or come with us to go. I'm like, I can't move. So he was like, dude, hide in the bathtub. I think I told you this story before. Yeah. So I hid in the bathtub, and, like, I just fell asleep in there for, like, eight hours. But, like, during that time of sleeping in there, there was water dripping on my head. So, like, it was just drip, drip, drip. So I, like, rotated 
so my head wasn't at the drain. You know, I don't know why I had my head at the drain, but it was like dripping on my feet still. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm having water dripping on my feet, and then I remember just like I I heard something, and they said, "No, I like had the most violent puke, and there was a toilet there, and I puked everywhere except none of it went in the toilet." All of it went in the bathtub. So now I'm laying in my own puke. So I, I had to get up, clean it up, take the towels, throw them away. It was a terrible Christmas. For yeah, me. that sounds like hell. <laughs> that sounds like that yeah. doesn't make you go to rehab. Nothing will. No, I went. I think I went directly to a homeless shelter. I did not pass go. Did not collect two hundred dollars after that. But I was like, people were like, you, yeah, like you know, did you ever have any shitty holidays? I'm like, well, one time I spent Christmas in a bathtub, fucking thrown up and pissing my pants. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, one time we were younger and I was drinking, and I was never a good drinker. I probably should have quit, but I haven't. <laughs> and uh, I was, like, drinking 40s. It was, like, back in the 40 days, and I yeah. think I drank, like, one. I was, like, on my second one, dude. I, like, was in this car. I was, like, I got to get the fuck out of this car. I'm going to throw up. I go into Brewster's bathroom, throw up everywhere, and fall asleep. <laughs> in the bathroom? In the bathroom to the point where, like, uh, people had to, like, I'll get somebody to open the door. And I think for some reason Maison – and maybe Lester were there, and they like to carry me out of there. As they're carrying me out of there, Maison's like, "This kid just ate seventeen ice cream cones. He's out of his mind." And fucking, like they fucking took me home, dude. I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with me, dude?" I I just, oh man, those are the good old days. Like I was thinking about that weird that Ward thing, like drinking forties at the a light tire on a nice night, like you know what I mean, like. I I, just, I don't know what kids do now. I'm not saying they should be out drinking. For Kid, drinking takes a lot of practice. Yeah, which is not really like a good thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're gonna have them bumps in a row, or like, you know, you you wander home through the park <laughs> by yourself, and like, you know what I mean? Like, and you just wake up in a puddle, you're on puke. But yeah, you gotta yeah. fight through it. I I think like the problem for me was I was such a fast drinker. Like I would gozzle beers. Like you know, I would drink like six beers if someone else is like two. So I would be drunk. You were stinky the guzzler. Yeah, I did have that alias. I yeah, was you had to keep guzzler. up your reputation. I was like 130 pounds and try to keep up with everybody else. <laughs> and that just never really worked out either, especially when you were drinking malt liquor as a teenager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of, lot of fun times uh, puking, but I'm more of a piss-my-pants type guy. I never really got into that game. Luckily, I don't, I don't know why, but luck, you know, I seen you piss on the side of your TV once when we were younger. Yeah, I was trying to trying to get better reception. Yeah, know, right. Dude, I fucking I forgot about this, but I remember one time I was on Florida. I didn't know these people I was at, with. We're, we, they all worked at Einstein Bagel, and they were like, "We're, we're going to go out tonight and eat ecstasy." I was so happy. I'm like, "Dude, could you can I come?" They're like, "Yeah, we'll pick you up at seven. So I'm like, "Sweet!" I just got paid from Einstein. I had like 138. You bucks. worked at Einstein Bagel too in Florida. I yeah. never heard this one. Yeah. So it was when I first moved down to Florida. You know what I mean? I moved down for a week, moved back, but then I went back, and this time I made friends. So they were like, yeah, we're going to eat ecstasy tonight. It's this dude's birthday, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm in. So I think I had taken ecstasy like maybe once before here, and I thought it was great. And I'm like, oh, this is well fun. So we go there, and I'm the only one drinking. You know what I mean? Which was like, I, I didn't think anything of it, but I'm drinking like, I think it was plastic bottle vodka, whatever it is in a plastic bottle. It cost ten bucks. Yeah. Ten bucks. Bankers Club or something. Yeah, I got a ten dollar bottle of vodka and four ecstasy pills. So I took one. I took another. I I don't know how many I ended up taking, but all I remember is wait another time. I wake up. I'm, I'm I didn't wake up, but I'm standing. It's like sort of like come to, and I'm like 
in a shower naked and there was just puke everywhere. And then I come out of the room and there's no one there. And I'm like, what the Whose place fuck? were you at? I was at a hotel party. Uh. Everyone left and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? The dude, so the dude, I'm like sitting there and I'm like whacked out. My vodka's gone, but I still feel kind of good. Luckily, at like six in the morning, like the dude comes back to the room. He's like, dude, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, dude, you were like rolling around on the floor. And like, you kind of freaked us out. So we left. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, dude, we put you in the shower to like try to like get you to come to. But you were like out of it, dude. You were like rolling around on the floor. I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> that's not really what, but yeah, what they meant by rolling. You just literally started rolling around. <laughs> he said, I was like, try, he said, like, look like I was trying to break dance, but I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and they tried to stop me, but I could. I, they said, you were just like, you couldn't talk to you. They said, you were so fucked up. And I'm like, man. What a night. I'm like, you're going more of that ecstasy, but that was it. That was my... Dude, what I really want to know is, what was your job at Einstein Bagel? What'd you do? I was a, I was the work the register. Uh, I, you were putting together the bagel sandwiches? The dude who put together the bagel sandwiches there was a fucking douche. And um, I didn't like him. He didn't like me. I don't think he liked me much, because I always talked about Pittsburgh and how cool it was. And he was telling how cool... Like, Tampa was the greatest. And uh, we didn't hit it off. He was like the one. He wasn't at the ecstasy party, of course. But like, <laughs> he didn't the, get invited. Nah. And but the one night, I was like, "Dude, what do you guys do?" He's like, oh, dude, me and my friends are going to Home Depot to get some pieces of fence. And I'm like, "For what?" He's like, "Well, my boy made this big D. We're going to the basketball, the high school basketball game. Like, you know, defense." I'm like, "Okay." This is a high school kid. I'm like, "We're never gonna hang out. We're the same age, though. You know what I mean?" We're, you but, I was 18 when I was uh, So he was still in high school. Okay. Yeah. But I was like, okay, yeah, we're two totally Then X is, then the kid, I think he was like on parole because they're working there. The kid in the back making the bagels. The kid in the, he was the baker guy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I was like, all right, I think we, we can hit it off. As soon as he said, like, one day I was like, dude, my mom will get us beer. He was like, okay. We started being friends. And then next thing you know, he invited me to the ecstasy party. So thanks, mom. <laughs> um, dude, Matt, real quick, Matt Stafford's wife. Okay, I got her and bro- brother Norms because she did something totally different than Baker Mayfield's wife. She fired a pretzel at someone's head. It's That's so, just completely insane. But but you know what? It's a lot better than going on social media saying you're not tough. It, right. That's, right. I respect a throwing a pretzel with someone's heckling her husband. If somebody, yeah, in person is just heckling somebody you love. I mean, she had a brain tumor, so you got to take it easy on her for that. She beat some kind of, yeah. it wasn't brain cancer, it was a tumor, which is still a very delicate situation. Right. So she gets a pass. Right. So she ended up fucking whipping a pretzel at her. Like, I just think, like, was it dipped in cheese or did she just fire away? Was it a whole pretzel? Just a piece? Did she connect? Yeah, she hit him, and then she said, went online and apologized, and she had a weak moment. So, like, props to her for fucking sticking up for her husband the right way. Throw, you know I mean? Hit someone with something. Right. Don't go on social media and fucking start saying, I hate social media, like, crybabies. And that's all Baker's wife did. And, and she should have never did that. And I'm telling you, this is going to come back to haunt him because the fucking locker room is going to be divided. He'll be out of Cleveland in a year and a half. Yeah. Or a year or two. <laughs> his, his, them fucking commercials will be like done. He, those are the best thing he does with them commercials. It sure is. Well, all right, everybody. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to have more Greenfield Times podcast.
Are you sick and tired of partying with the same old, same old and getting the old boring results, looking for something maybe different? You need to try Espelon Tequila. Two shots for a good time, three shots you might go get a package, and four shots you and your friends are getting on a plane to Vegas. Espelon Tequila, the official tequila of Greenfield's Finest Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? If you're sitting down right now and you're listening to the podcast or watching the podcast, you probably want to order a pizza. And if you do, make sure you order from Capizudo's Pizza, the official pizza that Greenfield's Finest Podcast, located at 422 Greenfield Avenue, phone number 412-521-6570. Mention Greenfield's Finest Podcast whenever you call. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Are you sick and tired of hiring heroin-addicted roofers? I know I was. I had six of them fall off my roof in one day. I didn't know what to do. I found out about Allen Construction. Their roofers don't do heroin. So if you're looking for roofers that don't do heroin, call 412-954-8337. 412-954-8337. Make sure your roof stays and they don't come back at night to steal the shingles. Hey, what's going on, everybody? If you're like me, you probably have appliances in your house. TVs, ovens, dishwashers, microwaves, all types of stuff. That shit's going to break. And when it does, make sure you call Primetime Appliance, 412-896-1395. They deal with all insurance and warranty companies. They do all the work. All you have to do is call 412-896-1395. Primetime Appliance. Give them a call. I don't know about you, but I ain't got time to be packing boxes and moving stuff all the way around the tri-state area. I just don't got time for it. But I got to move. What am I supposed to do? Thank goodness I found out about Miracle Movers, fully bonded and insured, serving the Tri-County area, and they go long and short distance. I just found out they do commercial delivery, too. That's Miracle Movers at 412-419-2620, 412-419-2620, and tell them Z-Bird sent you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Greenfield's Finest Podcast. We're about to jump into what's grinding my gears. Johnny, what's grinding them gears? All right, I might have had something similar to this before, but it just happened again recently. So I do landscaping, obviously, and I'm pruning a tree. Yeah. Right? So I'm pruning this tree. I'm walking around. I've got my pole pruners pruning trees. Like, branches are falling. And I'm looking at this lady, and I'm like, there's no way. Like, I just drop like a branch. Boom. And she just, like not a care in the world just comes walking right underneath the fucking tree and i'm like dude like it's like do you say something or i just was like looked in amazement like when was this this last week yeah this last week down where my dad lives and i'm like like people just don't people just don't like is she that dumb or she just doesn't care like they don't pay attention like what one you could trip over these branches too like if i'm an asshole what could fall on your like i don't want that to happen but no but just cross the street like, well, she could have went to the other corner and still went in the same direction. There's so many times from working outside when we'll be working on one side of the street and people continue to walk down that same sidewalk. Like, I don't understand why people just don't. Like, if I'm walking down the street and someone's doing any type of work on, on a side, I'll go to the other side. So cross the street. So they Dude, don't have to stop. blowing, like, I've seen it before. People will push their strollers. Like, that dust is in the air. Right. You should probably take that kid across the street. <laughs> that baby's covered in soot. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We both do a couple lines of uh, leaf dust a day. And it's <laughs> yeah. not bad for you. But, but, dude, the one dude today actually, like, pulled in, like, the street and parked right where we were, like, blowing downhill down on Northumberland. And I'm like, maybe this dude's just 
doesn't understand what's going on. I did. I went over. I'm like, dude, we're about to blow right through. Oh, I didn't even think about it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was like, I'll move. I'm like, all right. So maybe people were just like, aren't thinking. Right. It's it's early in the morning. People are just like walking around, not thinking. They'll pull up right where you're like sucking leaves and their car gets covered in shit. And I'll be like, I don't understand what happened. There's like three dudes standing there with backpack leaf blowers (laughs) on. And like, there's a pile of shit. And you're going to go park in that pile of shit. Like, yeah. Like, if you don't move, like, you're going to make me pretty upset. Your car's gonna get fucked up. Not not like the, not like an asshole. Like, hey, we're gonna fuck your car. But no, it's just gonna. No, people come out after we blown. Like, did you blow like shit like all my car? I'm like, I mean, I, I, I blew your your car's as clean as I can get it. Like, you always give them like, yeah, call the office. They'll give you a free car wash. <laughs> I I think one of the fucking it was like about a month ago. We were or no two weeks ago. We we're blowing leaves on one street. And this lady comes out and says to me, like, I'd like to form, I'd like to do a formal complaint. I'm like, go ahead. And she was like, those leaves that are over there weren't there before you got here. I said, that's totally impossible, ma'am. We weren't even over there. And we don't blow leaves into people's yards or even on that street. And she was like, well, I'm going to check the camera. I'm like, okay. She said she's going to check the camera? Yeah. Yeah, she should have just looked up in the air at that oak tree with all the brown leaves on it. <laughs> People like, are crazy. Leaf season gets crazy with like squirrel hills. Like I don't know other. I mean, other neighborhood cl- houses are kind of close together, but yeah, there's like 120 year old trees that like drop right. on like five different properties, and they think you should get that specific leaf right. out of their yard. Like, dude, like, right? Like, like no. can, you, can you get all the maple leaves out of my yard? Yeah, you go pick them all out and set them aside. Like, like people up. just like think like because you never know you talk to the wrong person at the company that's an idiot and they'll do all kind of free work for you <laughs> right not me <laughs> not me either <laughs> we gotta yeah it should be like part of our training oh <laughs> uh, man like today uh, I had to run down Costco I had to go to the pharmacy and ask a question so I go in I grab a couple things and I walk up to the pharmacy there's a line and I'm like is this even worth waiting for and I'm like well fuck it I'll just wait and see so there, we get down, and there's one person in front of me. Line's moving quick. She, she goes up and asks 30,000 fucking questions about Sudafed. How much can she get? She wants to buy the Max. Then brings her, this is weird, then brings over a, like a 90-year-old mother to buy more Sudafed, and the lady was like, I'm not She's selling. starting a meth lab? I don't know, but she was asking all these weird questions about Sudafed, like, what's the max I can get? And she told her it was like a box or two. It's not a lot. Like, you can't buy a lot of Sudafed. And she was like, oh, well, I've been congested. She like, I hate running down here every day. And the lady was like, well, this is like a three-day supply. You know, two, you have six days worth of Sudafed. It's 12 hours. Right. You know, she, that's not enough. Mom... And the lady was like, no, I'm not, no, you're not loaded. There's a reason that's behind this counter. Yeah, and she continued to ask questions and demanded to speak to, the, like, the head pharmacy technician who said, I have nothing to do with how much Sudafed you can buy. The law is the law. That's it. And the lady refused to leave. And I said, you're fucking holding me up. Did you say that or you just said it in your head? I said it in my head. I'm a fucking yeah, pussy. that's the worst. I'm a pussy. I didn't say anything, but, like, I was at least, I looked angry. <laughs> right, you looked a little annoyed, and then I'm like looking at the lady behind the counter. Go over to her. Everything ended up working out for me, and then I'm just like, okay, we, I'm glad I did come down. But I'm still like, what the fuck do people like? I don't get it. Like, you go if you're in line, just get what you got to get and go. Don't ask a million questions. She was asking a million questions about Sudafed, something else. Uh, she wanted to pay for 
you can't pay for products at Costco Pharmacy. They won't let you. They won't let you pay for you it. You have to take it up front. Yeah. She was trying to, like, say, like, I'm almost like, lady, you're, like, the most annoying fucking person ever. You know what I mean? To find out she wasn't even a member. She wasn't even a member of Costco? She didn't even have a fucking membership. Because they were like, yeah, we'll scan your membership for the Oh, mom, come here. And then use their moms. You can go to the pharmacy without being a member. You don't uh, have to be okay. a member. But I'm like, man, you're asking a lot of questions, and you didn't even pay that $60 for it. Get the fuck out of here. So she held you up for a good 20 minutes. I'd say seven minutes, which is it insane. It felt like three hours, probably. Seven minutes waiting behind someone's nuts. Dude, I, I had to get my uh, – we got rained out last Thursday, so I'm like, I got to get my license renewed. I was driving, driving <laughs> around a little dirty. So, dude, I'm like, get in there. Like, there's probably one person ahead of me. I waited an hour. But, the, so like, this other lady comes in. And is like freaking out on this one guy because this guy's like he, this kid wanted to take his learner's permit. Yeah, and the guy's like, "Yeah, do uh, did he get his physical?" She's like, "Do you do that here?" And he's like, "No, you got to go to like a medical doctor to do that." She's like, "Well, that's just really frustrating because you know I wish somebody would have told me." He was like, "It does, it does." Yeah, that's what the dude was like trying. To, he was as nice as he could be, but like he actually handled it pretty well for like, dude, he's basically like. What do you want me to do? Like, I can't. You want me to give your kid a physical? Right. But he's like, I think you can maybe go to Med Express and they can get it done for you, like, now. in a day. But he's right. like, other than that, like, I don't know what to tell you. And she was like, like, she thought she could definitely talk her way out of this physical. And this dude's just like, if I, like, I, there's nothing I could do. Dude, I'm fucking 40 years old. I just got my license. I had to get a physical to get my permit. Right. You got to go. You got to, I think you got to get an eye exam. Yeah. They're going to make sure you're legit, dog. They don't want you out on the streets. Right. <laughs> But that's I'm on cr- my seventh license. You're old. I I'm, am. I'm on my first. Yeah. <laughs> I should have waited. Yeah, dude. It's way better now. I'm 40. I started driving. It's all new to me. You know what I mean? It's old news for you. I enjoy cruising around. All right. Oh, here's a story. So Will Smith's coming out with a book. One of the excerpts from the book, he says that he was having so much sex with women that during sexual encounters, it would cause him to vomit. Because he was just so sick of having all this sex. What a weird way to pat yourself on the back. What, what a weird way. What, what is he? What is, I don't understand what he even means like that. Like I'm telling you, he said that these were beautiful women. He was having so much sex that it was causing him to vomit. Because he was disgusted with himself. I don't know. That or, or like the physical activity. Be like, I, I ran so much, I, I, I threw get, up. Yeah, like maybe it's, that was it. But it was all it said in the excerpt. They only release small little pieces of the book, so you don't get the whole idea what happened. Do you think he's gay? And I don't care if he's gay or not, but if you're saying some shit like that, that seems like a cover. I I don't think he's gay. I think he probably got coos. I mean, everybody knows he, he could and can if he wanted it. I mean, he's Will Smith. He's the man. Right. But I, but why would he say something? That's just strange. I, I guess he – I mean, dude, in a weird way, it's kind of like he's patting himself on the back without, like, raising his hand saying, dude, I got so much pussy. It was like – I it says – I puked, you know what I mean, before or, or during sexual encounters. The next question is why? And he says, because I was having so much sex with random women. So, like, you're kind of like, you want to tell that without, without, like, coming out and saying, like, well, you asked me. What, what do you think, Todd? Go ahead. You got that well, smirk. This, this episode is very vomit heavy. Yeah. <laughs> but I vomited once during, uh, during mouth hugs. I was... Drinking too much, and the girls giving mouth hugs. Oh. I don't want to say her name, but I, I was getting mouth hugs. Was she I big? Said, no, I mean she had big breasts. 
Was uh, this the one chick that had tits on her back? No, that's my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say her name. <laughs> she had back titties. But, no, I was getting mouth hugs, and um, I started, I started feeling like I had to puke. So I had a little garbage can next to my bed. I picked up, and I started puking. And uh, she, she's like, Looking at me like chest. I was like, nah, no, nah, keep going, keep going. Oh, As I'm puking in the bucket. When you say mouth hugs, you're talking about getting your penis sucked, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a nice way to say it. It's yeah. more pleasant than blowjob, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. I mean, at least you didn't throw up on her head. Yeah. yeah I, I was puking in the bucket. She's like, should I stop? I'm like, nah, nah keep going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that was the only time I puked during sex, though. I've definitely got, like, yeah, been drunk enough to where, like, you know. When you're, yeah, you're like drinking, like, oh, hold up, I'm getting the spin. You know, yeah. I, I, but not from like just the, the the quality and quantity is so high that I'm going to throw up. I, I'm so disgusted with myself. <laughs> yeah. I him, I, I know him and Jada got a real weird relationship. Like, like they're open. Like it's open. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, you know, it's Hollywood. I think they both swing both ways. I, dude, I, I like it. Something happened with me where like, not like, it was just like a weird situation, and like I didn't puke because of the sex act. I just like puked because like whatever was going on. Also, on in the house, it was like tr- made me like freaked me out. I guess it was like anxiety. But, you like, threw up from the anxiety from that cuckold you were telling me about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, it was like it, th- this is a different time, but like I met this is probably about 13 years ago. Met this chick online. She came over to my house. I was living in Southside. Went over to her house one night. And, like, she didn't tell me she had – she said she had kids, but she didn't tell me they were going to be there. I get to – she's blasted drunk on wine, and she told me she took a bunch of Suboxone. So she's getting, like, weird as fuck. But these kids are, like, knocking on the door, running by, like, doing all this, like, like dude, like, they're not leaving her alone. You know, and we're, we're getting weird in here. I mean, we're getting fucking real weird. The door opened? Like, they were coming in the room? No, they were knocking on the door, but they wouldn't open it. Okay? So, yeah. So – she ends up greasing my root. So I come get my root greased, and then this pug dog comes in. And, like, I'm like, there's a fucking dog right there. And she's like, the dog, she's like, he's fine. And the dog starts licking her feet. So the dog's licking her feet, and she's licking my root. Next thing you know, her kid comes by, like, to get the dog and claps, like, for the dog and looks up at his mom's fucking greasing roots. And, dude, it freaked me out. Dude. So it was, like, a major threesome for you then? Yeah, the dog. Like, <laughs> so the door wasn't locked? Nah, like, I, I don't know why the door wasn't locked. Someone, like, opened the door. It was one of them butter knife locks. Like, I think someone fucked with it because I heard the monitor. Through. Maybe the door. Yeah. And then the pug dog came in, like, to see what was going on. And starts, I swear the pug dog was licking her toes. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? So when she had you all bent off like a pretzel. Yeah, yeah. And the kid came in and seen that. And I felt terrible. And then I'm like. How old was the kid? Five. So I go to her. I'm like, dude, is that you got to check on him and make sure he's cool. <laughs> so she goes in the other room. She finish what she was doing first let me hold on let me finish the story so she says to the kid she was like she tried to talk to him so she comes back in i'm like is everything all right she's like, well he didn't say nothing i'm like oh he's cool she's like no he just he was not saying anything like he's not talking <laughs> <laughs> like he's traumatized i'm like dude he's seeing you grease and roots so she came back in and that time she locked the door and that was the end of that but like i remember then i looked over and there was like male clothes which i didn't notice before because i just didn't give a fuck but like my ride up there was Dino. It was in Greensburg, and we're together driving in his fucking van. And like he had the van, so like he's my ride back. He's not answering the phone, so I'm stuck at this house. 
And I'm flipping out now. I'm calling. So, her. so she's married, probably, or at least yeah. has a boyfriend. And I'm like, dude, I gotta get out of here. I'm Did call- she tell you like, yeah, now you gotta go? She was like, I, she was like, I don't Jeff wanna. gets home at eight. She was no, this was like about eleven at night. She, I, I'm like, is, is there a dude coming home? He ain't coming back. I'm like, this motherfucker's coming back. So I'm calling Dino nonstop. I fucking I I end up like basically I'm like a little panic attack. I puke in the bathroom. I'm sitting there. I have nowhere to go. I'm in Greensburg. I'm sober at the time. I don't. Want, I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do? I'm like freaking out. I end up falling asleep, and I wake up at six o'clock in the morning. And I start. I'm like, I look at my phone. No missed calls. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? I call him and I hear hello. I'm like, dude, where are you? Oh, dude, my bad. I missed your calls. I'm like, come get me right now, please. He, he went home and just bailed no, on No, he was. Went on another mission. He was on another mission in, in um, Greensburg. He knew. That's why he went right. with me. Because he was like, I'll drive. I don't want you to drive. I'm like, all right. So I trusted him. And he was fine. But, dude, we were. I told him what happened. He was dying the whole way home. And, like, the funniest part of it was, like, so you're telling me she was greasing your root while the dog was sucking on her toes? And I'm like, I, that's what it looks like happened, buddy. Jeez. But, dude, I puke. I went in the bathroom and puked because, like, I'm like, I got to get out of so here. So you're nervous that some psychopath was going to come in. Dude, his shoes were, like, fucking this big. <laughs> they were huge. I said, dude, fucking kill me. She's like, he's not coming back here. I'm thinking, like. What the fuck are you talking? You're not divorced. This guy still lives here. You know what I mean? Like, this is nuts. The he, kid's in therapy. The, the kid see his mom greasing everyone in town's root. It was just nuts. She just went right for the root? No, nah, there was a little bit of, little bit of foreplay, but the root wasn't, it wasn't long after. She, <laughs> it didn't take long to get to the root. Oh, man, dude. And then, um, the am I the asshole story? Should we share that now? It, this was a story where um, a girl, a woman, okay, so here, here's the Am I the Asshole story. So a woman and her husband go on vacation with his family. She, They all like uh, do stuff. She really don't want to be there. She wants to stay in the room, fuck around on the computer. She goes on the computer, types her name in to go to her folder and realizes there's two folders with her name's on it. Clicks on the one. The one is all information about her family. Now, she's married. Is all information about her family, about her. They did background check. It was background checks on her whole family and two of her friends. So her husband comes back to the room and she fucking snaps. Like, when did you do this? Well, he's like, it was before we got married. I ran background. I'm going to be honest. We ran background checks. So who cares? We got married. I married you. I never looked at it again, but I decided to like, make sure. She left. The, they were staying at his parents' house. They left. She left that night, stayed at a hotel. Because she was so pissed off. And, and is leaving him. And she said, do you think I overreacted? Yes. And, and I'm like, dude, he married you. Like, like get over Like, I'm not, like, maybe I'm wrong for saying this, but get over it. He married you. If he didn't love you and want to be with you, he wouldn't have fucking married right. you. Right. Is your relationship that bad? Does it change? Like, what's it, what's it change? You know what I mean? Like, like, obviously, he didn't find out anything too bad. Dude, if my, say fucking, you know, I I love my girlfriend. I hope we're together forever. Like, just say, hypothetically speaking, five years from now, we're together, and I find out that she ran a background check. I wouldn't give a fuck. Cause I'd be like, whatever she finds didn't bother. But you're pretty much an open book. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck, dude. 
What could she find that you haven't told her already? <laughs> right. But yeah, what if every dude could like run? I mean, would you even want like? No. What if you could run a background check, like now nah, I'm going to find out everybody you hooked up with. No, I don't. Really? I wouldn't yeah. know. Who wants to do that? Like, what was he looking for? A, like a record? I don't know. I think like, it, just to see like what her family was like and shit like that. Like, if she had any like fucking assholes in her family that are problems or? Well, his co- it was so his cousin chimed in during a fight and says, "Hey." This is common. We a lot of us in this family do it. So their family is it, practice is to run these background checks. So somebody's like probably involved in law enforcement in right. some degree, or right. like some maybe some like HR because you can run some. Uh, it's not hard to run if like you're like I mean Rosado and Sons doesn't do it, <laughs> but if like somebody comes in to get a job, like you can run like a mini background check. Right. I don't know how in- invasive it is, but it sounded like. This was like had a lot of details, and she was surprised her two friends were on it. But like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think like that's almost the kind of thing where you gotta be like, it's kind of like, funny, are you looking for funny a after the fact? Yeah, are you looking for a reason to get out of the relationships? It sounds like it. Right. That's not, he didn't fuck no one. I, I get being mad for a little bit, but he married you. What if she's worried, like you know, like something would have popped up? Like she got, you know. Well, he's seen it all. Right. So he never brought nothing up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's I would, like no harm, no foul. Ha ha, you know. Imagine like though you're younger and you're you're single and like like you said you can know like okay, this chick fucked it. I wouldn't want to know. Like oh, your dad I mean, got three DUIs. And, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like like oh, you're fucking, you know what I mean? Like you you got finger banged by your cousin. Like I wouldn't want to know all that about someone. I'd rather leave that part of your life unknown. I don't want to know like, nothing. Was she ever in a mental institution? <laughs> Maybe it's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, I'm for it or against I'm just saying, like, I think if you find out someone rambling on you and you're still together, like, it must have worked out. Right. If you're together that much longer, that, you know, still that much down the road, like, who gives a shit by by that time, you know, but, yeah, I don't know. Usually when you marry somebody, you think, you know, you run through, like, the whole gamut of, you you're should know. Open pretty, and honest. Right. Open honest, like. Yeah. I mean, there's some stuff you don't want to know. For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's For, shit that I don't right. Like, like, you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. And no. I never want to know numbers. No, or, no, Keep no. that shit to yourself. No. You know, so. Better left unsaid. That's right. <laughs> well, all right, everybody. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up Greenfield's Finance Podcast. If you're like me, I bet you have the same opinion. Are you sick and tired of smoking hot chicks and delicious chicken wings? Well, I know I am. So if you are too, make sure you stay away from bootleggers over in Oakland at 403 Semple Street. Because all it is is delicious chicken wings, cheap drinks, and smoking hot bartenders. That's bootleggers at 403 Semple Street over in Oakland. Over or not. Are you in the market right now for buying a house? Maybe in the market for selling a house. Have you heard about Carlson Associates Real Estate Services? If you haven't, maybe you should check them out. They're located right here locally in Pittsburgh at 106 South 18th Street in Southside. A lot of people think that they only service the Southside, but that's not true. They handle all the Pittsburgh area, and they also handle property management too. So if you're looking for a good real estate company that's locally owned and locally ran, call Carlson Associates Real Estate Services at 412-431-1718. That's 412-431-1718, and tell them Z-Bird sent you. Hey, everybody, just to let you know real quick, Carlson and Son Real Estate now does notary. If so, if you need your will, trust, advanced directive, executorship, custody, guardianship, power of attorney, or court documents notarized, contact Carlson and Son Real Estates. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Are you sick of your general contractor having sex with your wife? 
Well, I was too, and that's when I found out about Schaefer Inc. Schaefer Inc.'s primary goal is to deliver unbeatable quality for all your construction needs. They aim to firstly be a company principle-driven, and to achieve this, the importance is ethical business practices. That includes great work and not having sex with your wife. Please check out Schaefer Inc. for all your contracting needs. Give them a call at 412-915-1694. That's 412-915-1694. Hey, what's going on, everybody? If you're having car problems right now, there's not really too many places to go that you can trust. One place you can is Meineke Car Care Center, located at 4103 Kennywood Boulevard, West Mifflin. They handle everything, not just oil changes, but brakes, maintenance, everything. So if you need, if you have car trouble and you need help, make sure you call Meineke Car Care Center, 4103 Kennywood Boulevard, West Mifflin, phone number 412-451-8968, and ask for Arthur. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I don't know if you've ever had a problem like me, but if you've ever stuck your dick in a light socket, you're probably going to need an electrician. Well, good thing Greenfield Finest Podcast has Plug Electric as our official electricians of the Greenfield Finest Podcast. If you're looking for a good electrician, contact Plug Electric. Ask for Vance Hall, phone number 412-298-6770. That's 412-298-6770. And stop sticking your dick in the light socket. Hey, if you're looking for a fun night out in the south side and you don't want to get punched in the face... Check out Finn McCool's at 1501 Carson Street. Go there, have a good time, and don't get punched in the face. Finn McCool's, 1501 Carson Street, and tell them Z-Bird sent you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Greenfield Twice Podcast. We're about to jump into what would Greenfield do. This is a fucking, this couldn't have been a better question. We Jack sent this to me last week on Wednesday, assuming we all would have been back here. And it's fucking so weird that tonight it's just me and Rosado. If you didn't know, me and Rosado work together. We spend more time with each other than any two other people, any other person in our lives. And the question for what would Greenfield do is, what is something your coworkers do that pisses you off? John, go ahead, dude. You no, got this. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I won't get mad. I swear to God, I won't get mad. Yeah, it's not. You know what I mean. You leave like a trail. A trail. Like wherever you're at. You know what I mean. You know, Z Bird's gonna. He's gonna leave a can of coke <laughs> and an empty thing of Copenhagen <laughs> everywhere he goes. Whatever vehicle he's in, you'll know. <laughs> That's not too bad. I'll tell you what, my co- my <laughs> my coworker. He fucking gives me dirty looks <laughs> every time I pick up the blower. No matter where I'm blowing, I get these dirty looks like I just sucker punched him in the back of the head. Blowing's a fine art, dude. <laughs> it's a fine art. I know people think, like, there's not a, there's nothing to it. I'm like a surgeon with it, and then you pick it up and go, like I say, you leave a trail. Yeah. No, I'm good with the blower, dude. Yeah, you're. I mean, no, you're all right. You know what I mean? Like I said, sometimes you don't know where to be. Sometimes you jump right next to me. Sometimes you just blow shit all over me, and I don't understand Dude, what you're doing. Wait, so I've been... of, I can't explain it to you, so I might just give you the look like, please go to the other side of the yard and blow over there. I'm speaking of getting shit blown all over them. I'm covered in shit every day. No one got more dirt on them in the tri-state area when they go home. And I never say, dude's got dirt all over me. 
I, I have like what? <laughs> yeah, you're the rake. When the one blower just totally blows me up in a corner. When I like kneeled on that rock the other day and then went down and you blew dirt in my face, dude. I mean, I shot your look. Payback. I shot your look. Dude. I seen my shot. I took it. Dude, I had like dirt. And it went down inside my shirt and my shirt was tucked in. Then it went like down in my pants. I'm like, I think I might stab him today. <laughs> Today's the day. This is this is worked out perfect, dude. Let me see if the um, dude, real um, real quick. What's your favorite thing about Thanksgiving? No, uh, I, it's a no pressure holiday. You know what I mean? There's no gifts. There's a, yeah. there's football. There's football on TV, and you just you know, yeah, it's kind of chill. I I would say like, I definitely the football being off of work is great. I'm. The food I I like Thanksgiving food, so I don't like going to several places. I, dude, I, I, I dude, and we you, don't you hit the nail on the head. We're not like like so. Addie's my girlfriend. She has to work Black Friday at like four in the morning. I got to go to work the next day, and like Thursday is like the. It's really one of the only days I'm gonna have off for the next like couple weeks. And like we both said, like I don't want to go anywhere, and we didn't. Like that's this is the one year like. We're not going anywhere. No one's coming over, and I'm good with it, dude. I go to, th- I, I usually go to three different places. Yeah, which is like work with three kids. Like they're getting better now, but when they were real young, it was real hard because somebody would always flip out. And that's three car rides with a kid flipping out in a car. That's, that's, that's not, high stress. That's not. That's high stress. Plus, when you're eating three times, like there's not one meal where I just go go in and go real hard. I'm like trying to pace myself. Yeah. So I never really like eat the way I want to. Right. And by the time I get to like the last meal, where like you go, I, my mom's there and she's like looks at me because I take it. She's like, "That's all you're gonna eat." I'm like, um, "I'm gonna explode." Yeah. If I eat any more, three me- three it's, Thanksgiving meals is too much. Roughly the same food. Right. Uh, Johanna's and Lynn put some pasta in the mix, which is good. But other than that, it's turkey, turkey. You know what I mean, turkey. I'm. Give and me. Then I want to eat the sweets. Yeah. And then you don't want to offend anybody. I I'm a big dessert guy. Like if if you got some fucking pies or something, I'm all about the like a nice homemade pie. I'll tear it up. Even a Costco pie is fire. Which what's your brand? Of what pie? pie? Are you a big pumpkin pie guy? Dude, I I do like pumpkin pie. If you got whip, uh, whipped cream, cool whip, the cool whip. You like cool whip? I do like cool whip better than whipped cream. It's just it's it's just the way to go. I I like whipped cream better, but. I like uh, I like if I had to pick a pie, I'd pick cherry. Cherry's good. I, blueberries probably my favorite. Yeah, they're hard to, they're hard to come by. They these are. Days. But yeah, a pumpkin pie. Like I feel like I've eaten so much of it in my life. Like I just don't really yeah. get down with it as much anymore. There's so much more pumpkin shit around now than there was. When they we over pumpkined it. Yeah, when we were kids, like literally, the only time you heard pumpkin was all right. Pumpkins for Halloween, and then Thanksgiving pumpkin pie. I mean, now as soon as a fucking it goes below sixty degrees, everything got pumpkin. Pumpkin in it. spice time. Yeah, and I'm not a big pumpkin spice guy. No, I'm not either. Like the, even the pumpkin beers, I never. You don't drink beer, but like, there's not like a pumpkin beer I've ever drank where I'm like, that's the fucking beer right there. Like, people buy these cases for like eighty dollars of pumpkin, and you got to buy them out. You know, buy them before they're gone. I'm like. It's, it's just it doesn't taste like it. I mean, yeah. it's like a mild taste of pumpkin in there. There's nothing <laughs> great about it. When I when I drank beer, I was uh, Miller Lite was fine. Miller Lite's fine. Every, Pabst every Blue time. Ribbon. I, I I used to drink Pabst Blue Ribbon. It tasted fine. Yeah. Who's these pumpkin? Yeah. These are so many different pumpkin beer. Uh, yeah. I don't like. 
I don't like. They're heavy. The, the, what do they call IPAs? Yeah. I I hated IPA beer. I never was like a fan. They, it was like a meal. And for someone that like drank and smoked crack, you didn't want that. No, you were like <laughs> you were a heavy volume beer drinker. You, dude, I drank like six one time of IPAs, and I think I've never been more hungover in my life. They're really, just, dude? They were just dude. It took me like twenty four hours. Like I couldn't eat. Like I couldn't shake it. Like so, you can't drink it like a case of them. But so, so they're not made for that. They're made for you to drink like. Two to three, and that's it. So, like, because I see dudes like, yeah, I'd like to. Some of the alcohol volume on them is crazy. What, it's like 10%? 10% of a higher one, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, I remember. You can get some that are like five or six. Well, that's what Miller Lite is, eh? Like, it? if you go to, like, Fatheads and you eat some wings and you drink two of them beers there, that's what I think it's made for. Yeah. You drink a couple, you're like, you got, like, a nice buzz, but, like. You don't want to go to. You're like, not going to drink a twelver. You don't want to go. Say you're going out on the weekend and you're going out and hammering some beers with the boys. That's not it. You're no, not, unless you're just somebody who likes to drink a couple and that's it. Yeah, I don't. Know. I would never was that. That's guy. not your brain. <laughs> Thank you to Guzzler. It's not for IPAs. <laughs> no, I never was that guy. Nor will I ever be that guy. Well, everyone, um, please remember we got that big comedy show coming up this Saturday. 8 o'clock at yesterday's. Uh, thanks for all the, the new, welcome to all the new listeners. Thanks for listening and sticking around for the whole episode. Uh, we'll have the whole gang back next week. Everyone have a great Thanksgiving. And remember, folks, Greenfield loves you. We're out.